Hello everyone and welcome to the MoPod, brought to you by MoDate, where we discuss everything Mo, from modern orthodoxy to my opinions and more. I'm your host Evan Harris and we have a great guest for you today. Let's get to it. Today we're sitting down with Alexandra Feingold, campaign manager of Clean Speech NYC. How are you, Alexandra? Hi, thank you so much, Evan. I'm so happy to be here. How are you? I'm doing great. So before we get into what Clean Speech NYC is and that whole initiative, let's just talk about your background. Who are you? Where are you from? And all that. I am Alexandra Feingold from Suffolk County, Long Island. I grew up not religious, and but I was always very spiritual. I was always very interested in in God and always praying and very spiritual, but I didn't really have a means to channel that spirituality because I was just unaware of like what it meant to learn Torah or just keep, keep the mitzvot. And so I, um, learned a lot about it as when I was 12 years old, I was begging my mom to send me to reform Hebrew school so that I could have a bat mitzvah. And at the time she was like, Oh, you just want to party. And I was like, no, like I actually want to learn. So I went, so I had a bat mitzvah. I kept um, up with it like in high school and eventually went on birthright. And once you go to Israel, it's like game over. So I became really, really interested in Judaism at that point. And then when I moved to the city, it was during COVID. I was living abroad, teaching English in Austria for a few years after college at Binghamton. Then I moved to the city and I started going to MJE and I just fell in love with their classes and I took their fellowship program and I got so much more involved in Judaism. And eventually I went to Neve Yerushalayim, which is shout out to Neve, best school ever. And once you go there, you have this community of sisters and teachers and mentors who guide you towards becoming more fulfilled, becoming more spiritual and growing as a person. And it's been the best journey for me to grow in my Judaism. And now I am working at AISH as a project manager for Clean Speech NYC, which um, is a huge campaign. We had almost 4,000 signups for it in November that inspires people to use Jewish wisdom to speak more positively and mindfully, no matter how um, religious they are. It has nothing to do with even being Jewish. This wisdom from the Torah is applicable to everybody. And it's been such a blessing for me to inspire other people in the ways that I was inspired growing up and now. Gotcha. So first, let's dive into what you said about you becoming more religious. So this all happened in like the past couple of years. This happened really recently in the past, like two years, I became from like started keeping Shabbos, keeping kosher, um, keeping all the things. Gotcha. Okay. Very cool. And things are like going well so far with that transition. Like it's you're happy and everything's smooth. So I used to think it was like, I'll be happy every day. If I, if I like keep up with this transition and keep growing and it's not that it's not like, Oh, I'm happy. No more problems. But it's like, I have a, a safety net and a backbone of God to rely on and a guidance system of Torah to look for and wisdom to guide me in life that I feel like I'm not alone. And I feel like there's more, there's a, there's a deeper meaning to everything than just superficial surface things that bring fleeting gratification, like instant gratification that really leaves you more drained. Like my life used to, literally I was a bartender. Like I would go out at college, like for every night, um, I would like live to party, like just, just 
like obsessed with anything that would make me feel good in the moment. And now I have a deep value system from the Torah to guide me on how to achieve personal fulfillment. So it's not day-to-day happier, but it's a, a peacefulness, a contentment, and a guidance system and faith and trust in, uh, in, in God. All right, that's very nice. Do you find yourself as hope, happy in the moment still as back in the day? Or is it like maybe less happy in the moment, but happier in the long run? That's a good question, like sacrifice. Um, I think that it's hard at times. Like I am generally happier because it brings me fulfillment and I love to learn. And the more you learn about Torah, the more fulfilled you become. But there are certain things that make me like a little unhappy. Um, for example, it was really hard for me when I had to stop singing in public settings in front of men because of Kolisha. And making that adjustment has been really difficult, like emotionally, because I used to define myself as a performer, as a singer. And now I'm not able to do that. So Judaism challenged me to like find self-worth as a human being, as a spark of the creator rather than by my achievements, by singing, mm-hmm. by being on stage. I grew up in the entertainment industry. Like my mom put me in modeling and um, on show in theater and show business at a very, very young age. And it's a very competitive environment. And I was used to just competing with people and showing people I'm talented. I swear, like, look what I can do. And now it's much more about God finding, like me finding my own happiness through serving God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to get into singing later, but first let's just talk about clean speech. So what exactly is the campaign? What does it mean? What is clean speech? Like, what does that mean? So clean speech means speaking positively and mindfully and considering how your words are affecting not only other people, but also yourself. So a lot of people think that they can say whatever they want and it only affects Maybe it'll hurt someone's feeling, sure, but it doesn't have like any sort of lasting impact. You say something and it's gone like a second after you said it, unless you really hurt someone's feelings, they probably just forgot, like move on, doesn't matter. But no, the impact of our words is astronomical from a spiritual perspective. Like it's, I mean, there's a lot of talk about Lashon Hara in the Torah and the repercussions of speaking negatively. And it's not just about cursing. It's about, so there's, there's even a concept, for example, of every word you say when you accuse someone of, for example, if I say so-and-so is a thief, so-and-so is a liar, and I insult someone else, there's a concept of the heavenly courts, right, quote-unquote, looking at me, judging me, and saying, is she a thief? Is she a liar? And then and then harsh judgments being, being, being given to me because I'm judging other people not favorably. So there's very, like, Kabbalistic wisdom to the concept that every word you say matters and is held against you. When you accuse someone of being something else, you're also judged in that same light. And if you judge other people, you shine a light for the heavenly courts, quote unquote, to judge you. And so clean speech doesn't go that deep into the wisdom and the, and the spirituality of it. It just gives practical tools, day-to-day tools that we can be more mindful and empower ourselves and our communities through how we speak. It's a short daily video, about three minutes long that people receive in their email. And it basically gives like half the video is an entertaining man on the street sort of interview and interview with kids. And then the other half is 
a tangible piece of Torah wisdom with a challenge that people can learn something, no matter how religious they are. You don't have to know anything about Judaism and challenge themselves to speak more positively that day. Gotcha. Very cool. So basically you sign up for this where and and how much does it cost and what's everything involved with that? So it's completely free. You can go sign up at www.cleanspeech.com slash NYC. And um, yeah, you'll start receiving the daily videos shortly thereafter. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Clean Speech NYC on Instagram and on TikTok at Clean Speech. And we're really excited because this campaign is going to come to other cities. It's already been done in many other cities in the U.S., like uh, like um, Chicago. It was done in Denver. It was done in Los. It's do, it's being done in Los Angeles, and um, yeah, we're really excited for it to grow. It's kind of like a unifying thing because it brings Jews and non-Jews of all backgrounds, all walks of life together around a cause that we can all benefit from, which is just speaking more positively. Gotcha. So I knew it was free. I just wanted to set up a nice plugging opportunity there. But I'm wondering kind of, you know, when when I was a kid, there was always this common saying, uh, Lush and Hara, Lamed Hay, spell it backwards, go that way. Uh, that, was a, <laughs> that was a common thing that was said. But then ultimately, people just continued to speak Lush and Hara, you know, weren't really using clean speech. And as much as anyone could say, like, they are always using clean speech. Like ultimately it's very difficult to do that. So why do you think that your campaign will cause people to actually be more mindful in their speech and not just do this 30 day thing or sign up and do it for a couple of days and then not watch the videos and then ultimately go back to their everyday lives? Good question. I think that it's so simple, the daily challenges and the daily videos, and they're so short that anyone can get an email and it just it has a sentence that you can do that you can read to improve your speech and a three minute long video it's it really appeals to our generation's need for things to be fast paced and having like such a short attention span that is how this campaign brings this message across so i feel like it's extremely digestible and you don't need any prior knowledge or even interest in any sort of religion or spirituality to get on board with this. What you just have to go online to look at every all the divisiveness on Instagram and all the anti-Semitism that's coming out with celebrities to see the impact of our words. And it doesn't really matter what a person's reason is for signing up for this can- campaign, whether it's because of racism or feeling some sort of other, just feeling bullied in any way. This campaign can help you to take control over what you say in such a simple and easy way. I think it's the fact that it's just so short and manageable and digestible. And who doesn't love a challenge? You know, you, it allows you the ability to track, to track how well you're doing. And I think that helps people stay motivated. And when you follow the social media accounts, you feel that sort of community feel and that sense of we're all in this together. And that motivates you also to stay with the challenge. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's very interesting. So how are you marketing the campaign and how's that been going so far? So we started marketing to participating organizations, Jewish organizations, Jewish schools, and Jewish synagogues from all backgrounds in New York City, because we wanted them to share this with their communities. And then we um, had a Nisim Black concert in November, which was incredible. 
and that did a lot to promote the event. We also have had some influencers promote the event. We had Elon Gold, Melanie Yotkin um, mentioned this on their Instagrams. And um, now we're looking to go into companies with this as well as continuing the online event. So you can, the online campaign. So you can still sign up to receive the emails, but now we're looking to go into companies with this and share it with people, with employees internally, mm -hmm. because companies and employees deal with a lot of like gossip among employees and negative talk, negative conversations. So we're going to be bringing it to, to companies in that way. Hopefully we will be able to bring this actually to New Jersey as well. And it's going to be sort of the same process of getting organizations, schools, and synagogues on board so that they can share this with their communities, as well as publicizing the campaign on podcasts. We were on the news um, and looking for more opportunities in the media to spread the word. If I'm in New Jersey, can I still sign up for the videos, the, the 30 days Absolutely. of videos? Okay, gotcha. Absolutely. The campaign is for everyone. We just are going to recruit organizations, schools, and synagogues in jersey hopefully mm. to um to bring it to their community in jersey rather than we just did manhattan in the last campaign but you can sign up no matter where you are on cleanspeech.com nyc mm. and you'll be able to receive all the content there gotcha and was the content created specifically for this campaign or is some content from other places kind of used for the campaign so the content is actually created for this specific campaign with new york city's like largest Jewish organizations, schools and synagogues, lay people. So we had representatives from there, not teachers, not rabbis, just average people film the content and read the daily to do and the daily piece of wisdom in the daily videos. So you gotcha. might recognize if you live in New York City and you're part of um, any Jewish community, you might recognize some of the faces in the videos as being from your community or you've seen them around, which is really cool. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely cool that like everyone can relate to it because it's not just higher ups and authority figures that are getting involved. So how did you actually get involved with this? So that's a crazy story. I was at Neve studying and I was really having, I was really, it was very tough for me because I was studying from nine to five Torah. And then from four, from five, I would leave class early and from four to midnight, I would work Eastern standard time hours at my full-time job, which I was doing PR for an Israeli company. Mm -hmm. And it was so draining. I was like literally every day a mess, like crying, so stressed. I was like, this is not sustainable. And I was telling my friend and one day she texted me and she said, there's a rabbi in New York who remembered speaking with you for like five minutes a year ago. And he wants to refer you to this position at Aish. And I was like, that's incredible. Like, that's literally amazing because I had been praying for that. I was so stressed. And so that's how I got offered the job while I was in Israel studying. And I wasn't even, I had not applied to any jobs. I was just praying and crying. And then this miraculously fell into my lap. And um, that's how I got the job. Wow. So were you planning on coming back to New York, like when you got this job? Or was that kind of like what caused you to leave Israel? So I had to come back to New York. I was planning on it. I wasn't a hundred percent, but I had to come back to New York because the campaign was going to be run in New York. And I had to be on the ground, like meeting with people face to face and planning the events in person. So it solidified my move back to New York. Okay. Okay. And do you have any plans to return to Israel or is that? Hopefully. Far away? Gotcha. God willing. Hopefully a lot of Aish, 
um, works in Israel and I would love to go study some more and continue learning and growing. So hopefully I'll have many more opportunities to go to Israel and soon. All right. Very cool. So you mentioned that you were a singer back in the day and that you were trained to be a singer. So just want to dive into that. So what, so what do you do now in terms of singing to like still channel that talent? So now I'm focused on singing for Jewish women and songs that are about things that are eternal, things that are um, not, you know, not just about like partying or not just about anything sort of like shallow, more deeper concepts. And I like to sing them for Jewish women because I feel like that's how I'm going to be most fulfilled. That's how God wants me to use this gift that he's given me. So I um, record music. I write music. I record it and I perform it publicly for Jewish women. I just performed at a Hanukkah party last week and I am excited to continue. So reach out to me on Instagram at ayella.lalala. It's very hard to remember. Or email me. The email will be linked, I'm sure, in the bio of this podcast if you have any opportunities um if you would like me to sing at a woman's event that's what that's where my focus is now in channeling it for women okay so yeah so i'll link your email i guess i mean i don't usually do that because not everyone wants to get emailed but but okay yeah so we'll link your email if anyone wants to hire you to sing for their female event then that's definitely a good opportunity so you have friends right that from all different backgrounds, I would guess, based on yeah. your, you know, changing your level of religiosity. And so I'm wondering, what do your friends think about clean speech? Do they think like, this is nonsense, like, I don't need this? Or are your friends into it also? Everyone has been super supportive of clean speech. And I think everybody recognizes the need for it, no matter how religious they are or not. Um, because they see on social media, I think, the repercussions of speaking negatively and the division within their own families. Like everybody's so, even within the Jewish community, everybody's so divided, like, oh, labeling people and putting people into boxes based on what they, do they keep this? Do they not keep this? Or within a family, who, who are they supporting politically? Um, who are they supporting? Like what movements do they support? What are their views on this? And there's so much divisiveness in our communities and in our in our families and on social media that I think this is a, they universally agree this is a worthwhile cause. Yeah. All right, that's great. You mentioned to me offline that there's something going on February first. Do you want to just talk about that? Yes, February first. We are so excited. We're doing an online, completely free event with an interview um, Q and A style panel with Dr. Sheila Nazarian from. An, an Emmy Award nom an Emmy nominated Netflix show about plastic surgery. She's a plastic surgeon turned activist, pro-Israel activist. And um, she uses her following to defend Jews in the state of Israel. It's incredible. And um, we also are going to have Emily Austin, who's a sports journalist and also a social media influencer, huge social media influencer. They're both going to be speaking about the impact of our words, how they deal with negative comments on social media. They both get inundated with hate comments about just being Jewish, even though their profiles, they're they're like they have subtle touches 
of being Jewish in them, but they still face so much hate online. So they're going to be giving us tips about how they deal with that and talking about anti-Semitism and the power of our words, cyberbullying, all of that on February 1st at 8 p.m. on Zoom. It's completely free to sign up. And if you want to sign up, we will, we could probably attach the link to that as well in the bio of this episode. All right, great. And so we're going to move on to a segment we do here on the Mopod called the Mopod Lightning Round, where I'm just going to fire off some quick questions and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Yeah. One sentence on why someone should sign up for Clean Speech NYC. Speak more mindfully, improve their speech. Okay. Do you use Gmail or Outlook? Gmail. What's your favorite book genre? Spirituality. What's the difference between an ocean and a sea? Oceans are bigger with more waves. Okay, maybe. I don't know. Have you ever attempted counting sheep in order to help you fall asleep? Every other night. Wow. What's the most important thing to know about Aish? Aish has the best people. This is the best team, and we're really committed, and we live. We don't just talk the talk. We walk the walk. The employees are, they sleep, eat, and breathe, spreading Torah values and um, inspiring people through Jewish wisdom. This is like... This is the real deal. We're literally committed to spreading and inspiring people through Jewish wisdom. It's amazing. All right. That's great. Thank you, Alexandra, for coming on the Mopod. Anything else you want our listeners to know before we sign off? Nope. That's it. Thank you so much for having me, Evan. All right. Everyone sign up for Clean Speech NYC. Pump the volume. Before we sign off, I just have to give a huge congratulations to Andrew Weiss and Jason Michigan on winning the Fantasy Football Championship. It's a great accomplishment and you did a great job of building a fantastic team and you should be very proud of yourselves and I'm happy that you both are such great supporters of the Movers. Once again, pump the volume. Yeah.